Good morning, truth. We say God is omniscient, meaning one who knows all things. The word omniscient is nowhere in the Bible, but the inference of God's knowing of all things is prevalent from Genesis to Revelation. Psalms 147 and 5 reads, Great is our Lord, abundant in strength. His understanding is infinite. 1 John 3 and 20 reads, For God is greater than our heart, and he knows all things. There is no doubt lingering in regards to God's level of knowledge. However, the impact of the influence of his knowledge in our humanity tends to rear up many valid questions. I was recently asked, If God knows everything, then why should we pray? Why does he ask questions? Is our destiny already predetermined? And last but not least, if God knows everything, does that negate our free will? This morning I prayed and I asked the Holy Spirit to guide me and help me to explain this in the simplest way possible so that you can get clarity and understanding in regards to these very valid questions. First, let's talk about how intimidating it is when we truly embrace that God knows our every thought, our angry thoughts, our lustful thoughts, vengeful ideas, secret greed, our hidden covetousness. God also knows our secret longings, our hopeful desires, and our private dreams. And he understands. Sometimes we are harder on ourselves than God is. Psalms 103 and 14 tells us that he knows we are frail, humans made from dirt and born with a sin nature. However, at the same time, we find ourselves sometimes also a little too easy and carefree and not holding ourselves accountable regarding our thoughts. The Bible tells us also, so a man thinketh, so is he, which tells us that our thoughts ought not be set on the things outside of the will and ways of God. In Colossians 1.21, it speaks of our minds alienating us and making us enemies of God. You know, our ancestors used to say, don't go anywhere you don't want to take God because he's always with you. Well, I'm here to tell you this morning, don't fix your mind on things and thoughts that you don't want to have an open conversation with God about. But let's talk about the core issues that remain on the table. If God knows in advance how we will act, most perceive that that means that we cannot act other than what's in accordance with God's foreknowledge. So that must mean that we must not have free will. Not so. 
Let me give you a scenario to better explain. Let's say this morning I opened my freezer and, and chose whether I would have frozen waffles or frozen French toast. Now, whatever my choice, God has access prior to me making my choice regarding the choice that I would make. God's knowing what I would choose is simply a knowledge based on foreseen evidence, not because my choices are fixed or predetermined. God's knowledge in no way determined my choice of waffles because I have absolute free will. God simply looked into the future and saw what my choice would be. It is as if God pressed the fast forward button on the streaming video entitled Deborah's Breakfast and Today's Date. And he saw that I would choose waffles and therefore he knew for certain what my free will choice would be. Now tomorrow I could wake up and because I have free will, I could choose to prepare myself grits, eggs, and bacon. And rest assured, God already knows if that is my choice. Because he also has access to tomorrow's streaming video. And every streaming video of everything in the future till the end of time. God's knowledge is certain, but our choices are in no way fixed. God has promised us free will, and he will never violate or renege on his promise. Now let's address why an all-knowing God asks questions. In the Garden of Eden, God asked Adam about where he was and what he had done. In Job 1 and 7, God also asked Satan where he had been. In Exodus 4 and 2, while in the wilderness, God asked Moses what he was holding in his hand. Being the omniscient God that he is, he already knew the answers to all of these questions. The questions God asks always serve a purpose. He does not ask questions to obtain information. After Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit and hid themselves from God, God called out, where are you? Of course, God knew Adam's physical location. That wasn't the point of the question. When teaching a young student basic arithmetic, a teacher might ask, what is two plus two? The teacher does not ask this because she doesn't know the answer. She asks because she wants the focus of the student on the problem at hand. When God asked Adam, where are you? The purpose was to redirect Adam's focus back to the core problem at hand. Disobedience. Because him and his wife were tangled up in deception that led to disobedience and led them to step outside of the will and the ways of God.
When God asks us questions, he is basically letting us know it's time for us to do a little self-evaluation. And finally, why pray if God is an all-knowing God? We pray first and foremost because God commands us to. In Philippians 4, 6-7, the Word of God tells us to not be anxious about anything, but to pray about everything. Rest assured, God's desire for us to pray has a lot to do with the fact that he has gifted us with free will. See, God is very much aware of what we are capable of and that we are likely to impose self-destruction with access to free will and no communication with him. Prayer is our means of plugging into God's power. If you have given your life to Christ, you should find comfort in knowing that you have a loving Savior who knows you better than you know yourself and that there is nothing too hard for the omniscient God that you serve. And because he is all-knowing, he has already placed grace and mercy on the roads that lie ahead of you. So focus not on walking in perfection, but on elevating the glory of God in your life. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. In spite of the situation, the love.